1: Hi, I'm Stephanie Everett. And I'm Jennifer Wiggum, and this is episode 359 of the Lawyerist Podcast, part of the Legal Talk Network. Today, I am talking with our new business coach, Sarah Munder, about her coaching experience and why we're so, so excited to have her on the team.
2: Today's show is brought to you by Latera, Rankings.io, and Text Expander. We wouldn't be able to do this show without their support, so stay tuned because we're going to tell you more about them later on.
1: So, Stephanie, it's about to be 2022. Two. Yes. Thank you. I know. I had to think about that for a second though. I think I've been writing 2020. I don't know what I write anymore these days. The 2020s just feel very futuristic in a way that my brain doesn't connect with yet.
2: But it's here and it's about to be 2022. And it's a great time, I think, for people to do a refresh and maybe maybe reflect on what 2021 was. That's the year we just are finishing.
1: Yes, 2021.
2: (laughs) But more importantly, you know, what do you want to bring into the new year? And what do you want to leave behind in this year? I'm sure there's lots of people who would immediately start thinking of all the things they want to leave behind. You know, what does that look like?
1: Yeah. And, you know, you and I talk to our labsters in our lab community, which is our paid coaching community. We talk with them a lot about mindsets. And I would say some of our labsters have this mindset I think we would call it a scarcity mindset where they might be worried that they don't have enough or there isn't enough out there for them or they have competition out there that's taking their clients. But I have a feeling going into 2022 that having a growth mindset or a mindset of generosity might be more helpful for them. And I know this is something that you're pretty passionate about.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's time that we embrace this idea that there is enough. And even just making that simple switch of, you know what, what I offer is really pretty darn special. I'm competent in my field. I know what I'm doing. I know that I know how to help people and I serve my clients in a really amazing way. And when you can have that attitude and come from a place of confidence and assurance it really changes everything. It changes the way you approach your marketing and your sales process. And it doesn't have to be about, I'm fighting with the attorney down the hall over this same group of clients because suddenly it's like, no, I'm out there attracting the right clients who need my services right now. And I think just that simple mind shift of coming from a new place opens up a ton of possibilities and honestly will lead you to success it sounds simplistic, but it works. Confidence sells. And I think this is something we all need to be embracing more of that, that you are enough. We talked about this at LabCon at our conference. Mm -hmm. So much of law school teaches us this mentality of fight for it. I mean, when I was in law school, we were actually told on the first day that people would steal whatever books we needed to complete our assignments from the library, just oh, to, like, to keep gosh. it. Like We create this crazy competitive environment right from day one. And I'm here to preach, I guess, a different message that it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to be so competitive with one another because there are plenty of clients out there. There are plenty of people who need our help. And our job is to understand that and find the right ones and how we want to help them.
1: Yeah. I know that, We did talk at LabCon, our conference about, you know, law school teaches you to be the certain way, but do you think there are other reasons that people are scared or daunted to have this mindset? You know, it does it feel vulnerable to them. What's so scary about being generous in your mindset as you grow?
2: You know, I just reread part of our book and we wrote in the small firm roadmap, this idea too, of. We are also taught to be tough. Mm-hmm. You know, attorneys are cutthroat where the sharks were the, like all the imagery around lawyers is this very aggressive bulldog. I'm your fighter, right? Because right. because it's a competition, because we have to take down the other side, all of the imagery or a lot of the imagery around lawyering in general is very aggressive. And with that aggressiveness, you know, we think that we have to be that way in order to fit this mold of what it means to be a lawyer. And if you haven't heard it yet on our show, I think we're pretty open about talking about this, like that's not true. And in fact, being Mm -hmm. your true authentic self, and like you said, being generous, coming from a different place actually opens up all these possibilities for you. And there are lots of people out there who guess what? They don't want a bulldog lawyer. Right. They want you. They want that special sauce that you bring to the table that nobody else can bring. And, you know, for me, what I enjoy the most is helping lawyers uncover that and realize that about themselves. I just worked with one of our labsters and her and her partner, our law firm partner, are both master gardeners, which I love. So and I was yeah. like, I was like, let's go off that. I was like, how can yeah. we? how can we bring your gardening into your firm? Because it's such a part of who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. And they are going to attract the most amazing clients because they're not gonna shy away from this idea of garden. And most pe- some people out there might be like, what does gardening have to do with lawyering? And I'm like, oh, yeah, a lot. And so we're gonna mm-hmm. nurture your clients. You're gonna grow with, you know, there were all the, all this great imagery comes up when we talk about gardening. And so what I love to do and the work that we do with lawyers is help them find what that special sauce that they have in them is because sometimes it is hard to be reflective of ourselves. Somebody just asked me that question about me in an interview that they interviewed me for. And I I was like, I don't know, let me ask my team. Right. I asked all of you guys and you gave me amazing stuff, which was very sweet and flat, but I wouldn't have necessarily said that about myself. So I appreciate again, that this is where we come in as we help people like, no, you have something really awesome let nice. us help you discover it and then refine it and talk and learn how to talk about it and learn how to talk about it in a way that it will resonate with your ideal clients. Because we do want, I don't know, I want, I want 2022 to be the most amazing
1: year that anyone's ever yes. had. Yes. I'm with you. We all deserve it. Oh, we do. And big goal. Yeah. Well, now we have Zach's conversation with LaTera and then my conversation with Sarah coming up.
3: Hey, y'all. It's Zach, the legal tech advisor here at Lawyerist. And today I'm joined by Kurt Meltzer, one of the evangelists over at Latera. Now, for the uninitiated, Latera is a company that has a host of productivity and management software for lawyers, which we'll get into here shortly. Kurt, thanks for joining us today.
4: It's great to be with you today, Zach. Thank you for having me.
3: So, Kurt, when I think of Latera, I think of a lot of, of products. You guys do a lot of things that help attorneys manage their offices. Because it's a difficult thing to do, and there are a lot of different places that attorneys struggle with that technology can help them.
4: Yeah, that's very true, Zach. They didn't go to law school to learn to be technologists, but unfortunately or fortunately, they can't do their jobs without technology. So Mm -hmm. we provide some of the grease to ease their wheels of production, if you will. We have many different areas, but I thought today we'd just talk about one area, which is helping them edit documents. Documents are the lifeblood of uh, most lawyers and uh, technology can do an increasing amount of the editing work for lawyers so they can concentrate on practicing law. They didn't go to law school. They didn't take courses on how to uh, edit documents. Most people are are self-taught in fact, and the variety Mm -hmm. of skill levels is immense, yet they're, they're really required to turn out perfect documents for their clients every time. So everybody pretty much uses Microsoft Word these days, and it's great as a generic tool, but it wasn't made specifically for the needs of lawyers. So the lack of skill that people have combined with the lack of specificity for uh, lawyers puts people in a tough position. So our tools supplement Microsoft Word and lets uh, the lawyers, again, focus on what they're best at and lets the computer figure out the technology needs.
3: Right, so the attorney doesn't have to sit there and figure out how to how to do the intricate stuff that that Word does, which yeah, exactly. is, is a bit of a waste of a of an attorney's you know billing time. And so, I guess specifically, what are the type of things that you guys at Litera think that attorneys should be focusing on with these sort of editing software?
4: Sure. So it's it, the overarching goal is to provide. Really, a, a legal assistant for them—a built-in legal assistant to do the proofreading and repair of the documents that they don't really want to deal with. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, many times in a document, you'll have to both write out the words that spell a number along with the numbers, and mm-hmm. those two better match. And if they don't match, it could cost somebody a lot of money, and it could cause a malpractice suit. So, right. our tool does that; it makes sure that it's but now both of them say the same thing. If you've got defined terms, you might uh, not ever refer to one and you would want to refer to one or if it seems as though you should be referring to one and you never defined it, it'll point that out. Mm -hmm. It does other things like it fixes automatic numbering, it fixes cross-references and automatically generates a table of authorities, which can be really thorny for folks as as well as a table of contents. And there's literally hundreds of other things it does. Those are just some of the more uh, obvious examples. And mm-hmm. then ultimately, you can do a comparison as well. You take one version of document, compare it against another. It's not just using track changes, but it's a much more sophisticated way of looking at the differences between two documents. And that is, uh, you know, it's called blacklining or redlining by some lawyers. Right. That's all done automatically. No one needs to do that manually ever again. Right. So those are just some of the examples.
3: I like the table of authorities and table of contents because I remember in law school specifically. Having to learn how to do a table of authorities in Microsoft Word, and I absolutely never get it right. I never have all the periods go to the the end, and it it just never <laughs> never looks right. I never set it up right. So that's a that's an extremely handy one. And so, what what are the the goals for Letera or for a, a certain piece of software in this area?
4: We we hope that our our users gain a lot of benefits. One is just creating greater efficiency and getting the work done and spending less time on each document or each matter that they're working on. And for a lot of people who work uh for on a flat fee basis, that turns into pure profit. They can get more mm-hmm. work done and collect more fees if they're spending less time editing documents. And ultimately, you know, they're going to be reducing their risk as well. they will be making fewer mistakes. It can happen to the best of people. They will um be working late into the night and they're tired and, and they'll make mistakes like humans do. So this reduces the chance of that happening, ultimately resulting in a higher quality uh, work product. And hopefully that makes their clients happier. Right. And they'll get more work from those clients and they'll get more referrals from those clients. And ultimately that makes the lawyers happier that their work becomes more satisfying. They're not scratching their heads and tearing their hair out, you know, trying to make the technology work uh, so it reduces their stress. And uh, as I said, it kind of provides them a built-in legal assistance. So hopefully they're happy and and hopefully, you know, they'll they'll uh, uh, make uh, increasing use of these sorts of tools.
3: Absolutely. And I know that pretty much every lawyer has to has to edit documents, no matter what you're doing. Correct. And so if people want to learn more about this, Kurt, they can just go to latera.com and just kind of start exploring there. And I'm sure you guys exactly. would be happy if they contacted you or clicked on that get a demo button and uh, checked out all the stuff that you guys have.
4: That would be great. Yep. Very simple. There's lots of information there and and
3: happy to respond to any questions that people have. Great. Great. Well, Kurt, thanks for being with us today. Um, I certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Zach.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Jennifer Wiggum. I am the community director here at Lawyerist. And I'm the community director of Lab, which is our coaching community. And today, I'm very excited. I have Sarah Munder with us. She is our new full-time Lab community coach. For those uninitiated, Lab is our paid community. It's where small firm lawyers learn how to run a business. And I am biased because I am our community director. But it's a really special place. And one of the things that makes it so special is our coaches. I mean, before we talk to Sarah, let me paint a little picture. Are you listening to this right now? and you're feeling totally overwhelmed by your day-to-day, this kind of sounds like a car commercial, and you're wishing you had even one second of just breathing time to think about why you started your firm in the first place, uh, that's what lab is for. That's what coaching is for. So I want to talk to Sarah. She's been a business owner. She's been a longtime coach, and she just started here at Lawyerist. So Sarah, hi.
5: Hi. It's so good to be here.
1: I'm excited. I am so glad you're here. We have been so excited for you to start working here. And I want to hear a little bit about your background first. So you're a California girl. You just recently moved to the South with your family. And in California, before you were even coaching, you were a business owner too, right? Tell me a little bit about that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So um, back in 2008, 2009, my husband and I, back then, we weren't married. We started a LDA, which is a legal document assistant in California. And that business helped people fight traffic tickets through the mail. And so we're not attorneys. We employed attorneys to work for us, but that's what we did. And then we sold the business in 2000, I believe it was 2012 and got married, had kids. I ended up going back to school for my degree and it was kind of a career transit transition time for me. And then I became a coach and I've been coaching for the last few years in my own coaching practice.
1: Yeah. Tell me a little bit how you got into coaching. What was attractive to you about that?
5: I hired a coach myself Ah. and fell in love with it and realized the power of having a coach and decided this doesn't seem too hard to do. So I got certified as a coach and just started building my own coaching practice kind of slowly not knowing what I was doing. And then it turned into this whole thing, this whole community. Eventually I got to a point where I just decided, you know what? I love coaching, but I don't necessarily want to run my own business anymore. And that's when I found Lawyerist. And I'm so excited now to be on your team and for this next chapter. Yeah.
1: Again, I can't tell you how excited we are to have you here. Really. It's been like I don't know, before you started, just kids at Christmas, kind of just ready for you to join here Aww. too. So you had your own coach for a little bit. What made you seek one out? You know, what, what was going through your mind when you're like, okay, I could use some extra help here?
5: Yeah. So I hired a life and business coach, which is also what I am. And at the time I was sort of going through a crisis, a personal Career crisis. I had got my degree, uh, my bachelor's degree in, of all things, complementary and alternative health. And I just started feeling like that wasn't the path I wanted to take. For one thing, I had two little kids at home. I knew we possibly wanted to have another, and I didn't want to go back to med school with three little kids at home. So there's that. And then when I found coaching and realized, oh my gosh, I don't have to go to school for four more years to start coaching. I can start coaching now and I can grow as I go. Sort of. I love that quote because it, it really gets you in the game and it gets yeah. going. And so I was listening to a podcast one day and heard this guy on one of my favorite business podcasts and I loved him and I sent him a message and he said, you know, if you're interested in coaching, send me a DM on Instagram. And I did. And $6,000 later, <laughs> I had my first life and business coach. And it was, I worked with him for three months. And then after working with him, I've, I've worked with, you know, several different coaches since then and had a really great variety of coaching styles. And it's probably been the number one driver of my personal and professional development, just always having someone there to guide me along and help me get out of my own way. And it's just amazing. I just, I love coaching and the power that it has in people's lives.
1: Yeah. And do you think that's, you know, sometimes I hear people, some of our lawyers not really get coaching, like they'll understand a sports coach, they'll understand a fitness trainer, but when it comes to business coaching or even life coaching or mindset coaching, that feels a little woo-woo to them when it is not any different from having, you know, like your fitness trainer. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people have that disconnect?
5: Coaching is a fairly new industry. I would say, you know, last 15 years or so. And even then still people don't know what coaching is. Like even though it's been around, but I am a firm believer that in the near future, everybody is going to have a coach, just like everybody's expected to go to the gym or exercise, or I know therapies come a long way too. And more and more people are seeking out therapists, especially during the pandemic and how many of us have struggled with just our mental health and just everyday life issues. And so I think a lot of people compare therapy to coaching because it is a, a similar type of arrangement where there's that, you know, therapist client confidentialities or there's the coach client confidentiality. There's the, the safe space to really to open up in. There are obviously some major differences between therapy and coaching. But I think that just for comparison's sake, so that people can kind of understand what it's like to work with a coach. You can sort of envision that you're working with someone who's on your side sees the best in you, helps you get out of your own way, helps you create a plan and then is there for accountability. So it's not just like a one-time thing. You know, a lot of people will go see a therapist and they'll just see them one time. And they're like, I just got to get some stuff off my chest. And that's powerful in and of itself. But working with a coach is kind of a long-term strategy. And it's like, okay, we're going to get some clarity on where we're at. And we're going to figure out where you want to go. And then we'll break down the steps to get there and figure out what you're actually realistically willing to do. And then we're going to connect again in a week or in, in a month or what, you know, however you set that up. And just having that level of accountability is so powerful because we tend to hold ourselves back and the things that we want to commit to but when we know that someone is there and we've told them what we want to do they understand us they understand our struggles sometimes they understand us better than we even understand ourselves in terms of what's really going on and what are our tendencies and what are our roadblocks and different things that come up that we coaches can kind of sort of spot like hey remember that time you said this and do you notice yourself saying that again? Or do you notice yourself going down that road again? It's like, oh yeah. You know, so it can be so powerful to just have that second set of eyes on our life and on our goals in a really safe and supportive environment. Because at the end of the day, we coaches want our clients to succeed. We want them to reach for their highest potential in life and business. And we want to help you break through whatever is in your way to get there. Oh yeah,
1: that's so true. And I think sometimes when we think about business coaching, some lawyers might think, okay, I have this niche practice. How can a coach possibly know what I go through every day? But actually, businesses are businesses and it's about mindset. It's really more about mindset than figuring out your your day-to-day activities, right? Would you say that's true?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a lot of coaching in their strategy with that, but then there's also the consulting piece of it. So a lot of times your coaches will wear the coaching hat and ask the right questions to sort of guide the lawyer down the path of getting clarity and, you know, seeking answers, but then there's the consultant hat. And like you said, you know, law is such a specialized type of business, but at the end of the day, It is a business and it's an exchange of money for services. And in order to get there, I mean, that's an extreme simplified version of it. But in order to get there, you have to have certain things set up and you have to have systems and processes and you have to have the leadership there to support the team that are going to do that for you. And so it's really, it's a lot. And that's why I'm so excited and proud of what Lawyerist has built because it's hitting businesses and it's helping lawyers on both of those fronts. As far as like the mindset piece, like you said, and, you know, let's be there and we'll be your accountability partners in this and we'll cheer you on and we'll push you to reach greater heights, but we're also going to help you with the strategy piece. And that's what's so valuable is like, you know, the, the workshops that are held in in the lab program and the one-on-one coaching calls, it's like, okay, we're going to dive into this specific small area that's holding you back. And so there's a lot of that like granular nitty gritty coaching, but then there's also the big picture coaching from like, okay, well, is what we're doing and what we're talking about really in line with like your long-term goals and the big vision that you want to create in your law firm and in your life.
1: Yeah. And you hit on something that I hear a lot. When we talk about are lawyers getting in their own way? I hear a lot where people will say, or a lawyer specifically will say, I really wanna work on my business. I'd love a coach, but I don't have time for that. When I have time, I will seek that out and then I'll be able to work on it. Not, I think, understanding that that time is not gonna magically appear for them. If they don't actively work towards making that time or making changes in their life, nothing will change. And so how do you, tell me maybe, if you were talking to somebody who said that to you, who said, I don't have time for coaching. I don't have time for a program like this. I'll do it later. Now, what would you say to them?
5: Well, I think that, you know, going back to the analogy of exercise, it's sort of the same thing. I mean, people say the same thing about taking care of their health, right? It's like, I don't have time to exercise. Yeah. But it's like, you're either gonna pay for exercise in the form of time now, or you're gonna pay for it later in the form of having problems and then you're going to have to deal with those problems. And similarly in business and in, in law firms, if there is a reason to work with a coach and let me answer that for you. Yes. There's always a reason (laughs) to work with a coach and absolutely every single person needs a coach, especially business owners, especially busy lawyers, then it's absolutely necessary to take the time and carve out the time. I'm a big firm believer that we all have the same amount of time. I mean, that's just a fact. And it's not about what you have time for. It's about what you find time for, or what you create time for. Mm-hmm. And it's an investment like anything else. And it doesn't really take a lot of time to work with a coach and to work on that investment piece in your business to sort of plot out your goals and your vision and just sort of figure out, you know, get that clarity of what's working right now and what's not working and what needs to change. It really doesn't take a lot of time, but the time that it does require is so absolutely necessary for the future health and success of your business. We're going to take a quick break to hear
1: from our sponsor.
3: Support for today's episode comes from Text Expander. Minimize effort, maximize productivity with Text Expander. Text Expander helps you work faster and smarter so you can focus your time on your most important work. Drive faster results in three steps 1. Create. Make snippets of text for support responses, sales outreach, or even common emails to save them in Text Expander. 2. Trigger. Just type a few characters and watch the snippet automatically expand your text. You can add fill in the blank or more complex functionality to customize your message. 3. Share. Share snippets across your organization. Your team can customize and insert the text in any app on Mac, Windows, Chrome, or iOS with a few keystrokes. Are you a startup looking to scale? Text Expander is here to help you on your journey. Check out Text Expander for Startups, a program that's specifically designed to help startup teams communicate more consistently, accurately, and efficiently. Show listeners get 20% off their first year. Visit TextExpander.com forward slash podcast to learn more about Text Expander. Support for today's episode comes from Rankings.io, helping hyper-competitive personal injury attorneys dominate first-page rankings through search engine optimization to become better recognized as the leading law firm in your metro. Rankings is solely focused on SEO for personal injury law firms. You'll work with an entire team of SEO specialists dedicated to helping clients dominate search results with unparalleled industry expertise. Rankings focuses on proof, not promises, by delivering results and never leaving their clients in the dark. You will receive monthly reports that give a full snapshot of where you stand as you watch your firm climb to the first page of Google and generate high-value leads. Most importantly, you'll be one of an elite few. Rankings' unrelenting conviction to be the best drives them to do everything to ensure the personal injury law firms working with them are dominating the search results. To see if you're a fit, visit rankings.io forward slash lawyerist to get started. Today's podcast is brought to you by Latera. Delivering high quality work on time and on budget is what matters most to your clients. Latera helps law firms maximize client retention rates, increase profit margins, and enhance lawyer happiness. In short, they simplify complex workflows by connecting legal teams to the data they need every day. The result? End user happiness. Most of the world's largest law firms, boutique firms, and corporate legal departments trust Latera to help their legal teams manage all of their documents, deals, cases, and data. Are you ready to join them? Latera is excited to hear about the challenges facing your organization, show you their software in action, or simply discuss whatever else might be top of mind. Get a demo with their document experts today by visiting latera.com forward slash lawyerist.
1: We are back with Sarah Munder, our new lab community coach. And we were just talking about, you know, why you might need coaching, why saying you don't have time isn't necessarily a good justification because you need to to make the time now in order to make the changes that you want. And I wanted to talk a little bit maybe about some personal transformations you see. And I want to first say that coaching is transformational, but not every call is going to be that light bulb a call, you know, that where you change your life in that moment, a lot of it is just work, you're putting in the work, it's a habit. And then you will occasionally get those transformations. But maybe tell me about, you know, some transformations you've seen that really jazzed you up.
5: Typically, in my coaching practice, I would work with two different types of people. Most of them, the majority of them were coming to me because they were extremely overwhelmed. And they had put it off long enough to where everything was just a mess. And they finally acknowledged they needed help. And like I said, that's the majority of the clients that I've worked with. But I think that as time goes on and as the word about coaching gets out there and more and more people realize the benefits of working with a coach, then hopefully that will change and more people will seek out coaching before the overwhelm hits. But for those clients who would come to me in a state of overwhelm. There is that initial, you know, they say there's transformation in the transaction. Hmm. So the very act of joining lab is a relief in itself because it's like, okay, I did it. I don't know exactly how this is going to go. I don't know exactly what's going to change, but I know that I'm, I'm headed in the right direction and I'm taking the steps and Now, this company, Lawyerist, has promised me that they're going to give me the coaching and the tools and the strategy, and so I can take that breath of fresh air and just realize I'm not alone anymore, and maybe I can actually get above water here, and so there's that initial transformation, and then, as I mentioned earlier, coaching is sort of a long-term play, And I don't mean like years and years and years necessarily, but even if you look at what you can accomplish within just a span of a few months, it's pretty remarkable. The clients that I work with, even after our first call together, are like, wow, I just feel so much better. And, you know, Tony Robbins always talks about how anything that we do or don't do is going to depend on. Our emotional state, how we feel, right? And yeah, we're talking to lawyers and we're talking to very smart people who can do a lot of things. But at the end of the day, they're still human, and if they're feeling overwhelmed in their business side of things, then that's going to affect their ability to do law, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a really simplified explanation for it. So just having that initial like. Relief After the first call is so powerful in and of itself. And then there's the accountability piece. As I mentioned earlier, that's such a big part of your ability to make a transformation as a person and in business is having a person who will hold you accountable and who who you know you're going to meet with you know, this time next week, and you told them what you were going to do by the time you talk to them. And you know, that you're sort of going to be in trouble if you don't show <laughs> up and yeah. get done what you promised yourself, you were going to get done. When I say in trouble, you know, I obviously mean that with, with love <laughs> as a coach, but you know, I don't want anyone to think that there's just going to be like an added level of anxiety in the coaching process, because it's a huge relief. Yeah. So I, I mentioned that there were two types of clients that I would typically work with. There were those who were coming in extremely overwhelmed, but then there were those who less often, maybe they're not overwhelmed. They've just hit a plateau and maybe they've already had a ton of success, but now it's like things have sort of fizzled out. They've lost motivation. They don't really know what they're working towards or what their next steps are. And They've just kind of hit this plateau where it's like, well, now what? And I'm a firm believer that business owners, especially, but everyone should always have something really big that they're working towards and something to wake up in the morning and get excited for, something to get to the office and get excited for, and just to know that you're making traction on something that's really going to make a huge impact in your business. And so, Coaching is really good for those types of people too, because we all have a next level. yeah. And as coaches, it's our job to help our clients uncover what that next level might look like and then help you take the steps to get there and hold you accountable and share you on along the way. And so I think that that's the most fulfilling part for me as a coach is to watch the transformations in my clients i think probably the most fulfilling part is when i start working with a client and they think that they have some goals in mind that they want to accomplish you know during our coaching relationship together but as we work together and the more and more we sit down together and talk they actually uncover goals and ideas and visions that they didn't even know they had right and so like by the end of our coaching relationship, which in my own private coaching practice is usually about 12 weeks or so by the end, it's like, they've not only reached the goals that they set at the beginning of our relationship, but they've actually set goals, new goals while working together. And now they've got this whole new future plan for themselves that they are so excited about. And they're like, This has been great, but I want to get out there and I actually want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the most fulfilling part to me is like, we really got through a lot of the surface stuff and we got deeper and we uncovered a lot of your potential as a human, as a business owner, as a leader. And now there's so much more to be excited about. Yeah. And you've been through some transformations yourself,
1: too. I mean, you've made some pretty brave choices during your life, even just in the last year, moving from California to Georgia, when you had that very successful business and you decided to sell it. Where do you
5: think that comes from inside you? Oh, that's a good question. I wasn't prepared for that. (laughs) (laughs) I've just always been a reacher for more. I don't know if that's that's the best way to put it, but I do not like to settle. and I firmly believe that, you know, our potential is limitless. And, you know, I always say, don't base and set your goals based on your past and where you've been and what you've done, but set goals based on the possibility of the future. And I think I'm, I've found a balance in my life because my husband and I, we moved every single year for like the first eight or nine or 10 years of our relationship. Oh my gosh. It was, and you're still married saying somehow, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then once we started buying homes, then that sort of kept us put for a while. We lived in our last home that we owned for three years and now we're in Georgia. And after Moving across country right at the start of the pandemic, oh, wow. right. I mean, California was the first state to shut down, and we literally are closed escrow on our home the week California shut down. Oh my gosh! And we had this plan to move out here, and my husband was going to start his new job, and we didn't know if we were going to be able to get into our home. We didn't know if we were going to be able to hire movers. Like there was just so many unknowns. But it's just like okay, you know, <laughs> let's figure this out as we go. No one knew what was. Going on. No one knew what to expect. I was also eight months pregnant. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mention my that. Gosh. At the time. Okay. <laughs> but it's like the challenges in our life that we go through, I believe that they're there to make us more resilient and make us stronger. And I guess I'm just that person who's like intentionally put challenges on my path because I know that it's going to make me stronger and more resilient. Yeah. And it's exciting to me to see. What I'm really capable of. And I think that that's why I became a coach was because I get equally as excited about seeing what other people are capable of too.
1: Yeah. And it sounds like you did a lot of things where it was a scary choice. It might not have seemed like the best timing, but you just did it anyway and had some success in that.
5: Absolutely. I mean, like I said earlier, there's transformation in the transaction. So it's like sometimes you just have to. Make a decision that you know will be good in the long run. Yeah, there's there's going to be sacrifices and it might be hard, but in the long run, it's going to be good. And if you just say yes and commit, I mean, I don't regret any of the big life changes that I've done, even though they were you know moving across country and all that has led me to where I am now, working at Lawyerist, and I couldn't be more excited about life. I couldn't be more excited about the future. And you know, I guess that's just my way of encouraging people who are maybe are on the fence about joining lab or they're thinking about the next steps for their law firm and their life and their business. It's like, do something big. Yeah, You know, make a decision for yourself. Say yes to yourself and you really won't regret it. Yeah, it's gonna be an investment. There will be sacrifices. You know, everything that you do say yes to, you do have to say no to something else but it's worth it, right? And the potential is just limitless when you sort of live your life with that mindset, I think.
1: Right, you know, there's that old quote about bravery isn't doing something when you feel like it, it's being scared and doing it anyway. And I think a lot of our lawyers too took that exact kind of risk when they started their firm. So it's in them, yeah. you know, they know how to make that leap, especially some of our lawyers who've come from big firms where they quit their job, they knew they couldn't stay in that atmosphere anymore. And they started their own business, not knowing what was going to happen. So it's there in each and every person that has started their own firm. Um, but I think sometimes you get bogged down in what you've done and in your choice, and you need to back up a little bit and maybe get some help. So yeah, I think it's been wonderful talking to you and learning more about you. I really love how brave you are in your choices. And I think it really reflects in your coaching too, when I've seen you do some coaching. And if anybody listening is interested in lab or talking to Sarah, our newest lab community coach, go to our website. There's information there and you can just chat with us. We'll let you know what it's about, see if it's a good fit for you. It's a very low stakes deal to learn about lab and we, we'd love to to see if it works for you. Thanks, Sarah. I've so enjoyed talking with you. Um, You're going to be such a wonderful asset to all of our lobsters, as we call them, not lobster. And we'll
5: talk soon. Thanks, Jennifer. It's so fun to talk to you on here. And I can't (laughs) wait to meet all the lobsters.
0: (laughs) The Lawyerist podcast is produced by Bailey Tiller and edited by Ryan Croft. Are you ready to implement the ideas we discussed here into your practice? Wondering what to do next? Here are your first two steps. First, if you haven't read The Small Firm Roadmap yet, grab the first chapter for free at lawyerist.com slash book. Looking for help beyond the book? Let's chat about whether our coaching communities are right for you. Head to lawyerist.com slash community slash lab to schedule a 15-minute call with our community manager. The views expressed by the participants are their own and not endorsed by the Legal Talk Network. Nothing said in this podcast is legal advice for you.